0: It's time to watch The Muppets, The Muppets Mayhem.
1: I tried so hard to find a gif of Homer doing the glove slap, and I couldn't find one.
0: Uh, So, okay. The other day, which I'm going to use in air quotes, the other day meaning less than six weeks ago, you and I went to go see the Mm B-52s. You went a little bit sooner than I did, and I'm glad that you did (laughs) because you found a good spot. (laughs) But um, we got to steal a B-52s concert outside Asbury Park. It was amazing. That was like...
1: We had a great... It sounded Insane. great. Insane. We saw the stage. Yes. It was fucking incredible.
0: They played every song you could have ever wanted them to play. Oh,
1: my God. Their voices sounded incredible.
0: I can't believe we saw Fred Schneider.
1: I can't believe it either. Do, like... Also from New Jersey.
0: Do all his little Fred-isms... Such a weirdo. Got me
1: a Chrysler as big as a, a whale. What do you say?
0: It's about to set sail. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so cool, dude. Like, I'm not I over know. that. That was really and such Rock a Lobster, neat thing. They they
1: like, everything. They, they, did, they uh, did Party Out of Bounds. They did... Give me back my man private they Idaho. Maybe Mesopotamia. Yeah. They did, they Mesopotamia. Really oh they did like Mesa, <laughs> but that's
0: when we were walking up, that's what they were I playing. I wish they
1: did C O M M U N I C A T E. Your heart, that is. I love communicating. You
0: know what I forgot is that so I like text my brother who was inside the concert. Mm-hmm. Both of my brothers physically actually went to the concert, bought tickets. We just stood outside and listened. But uh, I was like, oh, man, they better play the Bedrock Twitch from the Flintstones <laughs> movie. And Justin was like, I was hoping for the Rock Modern Life theme. And I went, oh, my God, yeah, I forgot they, they that. do that, too.
1: And they really actually did Glove Slap in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. They sing it. I it's know. It's not just The Simpsons parodying are So we're it. Sitting, I'm sitting there,
0: and Megan's dancing, and then they start to do Love Everybody's Shack. Everybody's moving. And the second I'm about to text you glove slap shut your big yap you run over to me grab my shoulders and you go glove slap in my ear and I was like I was my phone was in my hand and I was texting you and I'm like I cannot fucking believe the same joke same joke. (laughs)
1: Love that was symptoms. a song around my house when that came yes, out. Yes, like,
0: me too. I, we
1: couldn't stop singing it.
0: And it was like that time in your life when you're like annoying. Yes, <laughs> and eleven. You know, like
1: I still think it's funny.
0: Oh man, Megan, <sighs> it's time to watch the Muppets. It
1: is. We, we did. watched the
0: Muppets Mayhem track eight. No, we watched track seven.
1: M- <laughs> eight we... days a week. <laughs> did I say it? Stop.
0: We watch the Muppets Mayhem episode seven, track seven, eight <laughs> days a week. You ready for the plot? You Let's ready? Go. You ready for this sentence? I
1: love this. This is like a
0: real episode, man. And here's the plot.
1: And they can make fun of this Disney because they publish. <gasps> Isn't that the weird? Beatles doc. I
0: know. So Nora and JJ <laughs> team up to create a Beatles-inspired documentary about the band's album-making process. <laughs> I can't
1: they film they have the artsy shots they film the cup it's
0: <laughs> i so did you watch before we even get started did you watch the the peter jackson documentary yes i did is it get back
1: i don't know what it was i i right. just remember i watched it on disney plus and
0: it's like 4 hours 6 hours long something parts. like that right
1: yeah, i didn't watch it all in one sitting
0: yeah is it like really good and like
1: if you like the beatles
0: yeah And I'm like, I don't know that I like the Beatles enough to watch a six-hour documentary. It's interesting,
1: but, like, you could speed watch it. Yeah. You ever do that? Like, you fast-forward on things? Yeah. I would do it like that. But, like, I also grew up with a huge... My dad was a huge Beatles We have talked
0: about this, yeah, that you were a Beatles household.
1: Really big Beatles household. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, and I've met people in my life who were really big Beatles people. Yeah. So, like, I've explored different sides of the Beatles you know not just from my dad's perspective mm-hmm. and then i you know love yoko ono's bullshit yes and i've seen her exhibit at the moma uh-huh. and like i've listened to some of her music i've seen videos with her have you ever seen the video where she starts screaming in no. the in the uh oh my god it's so funny oh my god so anyway i i this episode was very funny to me. So this must
0: have hit even better because, like, I knew I knew some of the beats that they were parodying. But you're like, you're saying they shot a fucking cup, and you're like, the cup, and I'm like, I don't. No, so there's just, things just, that I definitely missed. No, you it's know, not like, like little.
1: Like the, the, yeah, I guess it is like the cup. It's like just the, the objects of the uh-huh. way that he filmed Just little dog subtle, dog like, like weird things. Yes, yeah. they like filmed them doing it the way that the director. Yeah, I forget his name. Did it.
0: I don't know. Who was like, yeah, who was the actual, I don't know if you even say director, who who captured the video for Somebody that? Somebody
1: famous, I think. I don't remember. Because
0: now, I, all these years later, Peter Jackson put the movie together.
1: Well, it might, maybe, maybe they're, I don't, maybe it's him, you know what I mean? But I don't, I don't think so.
0: I don't think Peter, Peter Jackson was not a filmmaker back no, then. No, I don't know you if know. the
1: Beatles themselves filmed certain things, but mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just, has that whole vibe. Yeah. It's very good. They parried it, parried it.
0: Parodied, parodied,
1: parodied it very well. Yeah. I liked it. I liked what they did. It was very funny. And Penny, spoiler alert, is the Yoko Ono character. Oh, God. And She's been building to be this Yoko. Hilarious.
0: Uh, so we watched track seven, eight days a week, airing in the U.S. on May 10th, 2023, and in the U.K. on May 10th, 2023. This episode was written by <laughs> Jeff Yorks and directed by Matt Sean. Cold open... There's no cold open to this episode. It kind of took me by surprise that it just starts with oh, the theme song. Do
1: you think because the cold open started last episode? Because that wasn't really like a cliffhanger ending. It was more of a cold open.
0: I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it was really an interesting way to string to just like, boom, it starts. I don't know. Yeah. So
1: I'm glad I watched these two episodes together because they felt like.
0: Yes, they're they're it
1: led to the next thing. They're, in pe- a way.
0: they're the whole kind thing. Of. The whole series is kind of strung together really yeah. nicely. That each episode kind of has a nice way to weave into the next episode, mm-hmm. or at least most of them mm-hmm. do. I'll say that one ending on the notion of like love and everything, and then opening with this one and having the whole basic conceit of the episode being about make a documentary of love, you know?
1: I think this is really a good idea that they did this type of episode. Yeah, it's so that funny. It's and a, you're right. It's, it's clever. Cl- it's
0: even it's made even better by the fact that they're parodying a like, pretty recent work that Disney had famously published, yes, you know? Yes,
1: they have a sense of humor. Yeah. And they can use the Muppets to sort of make fun of themselves yeah. without being Disney characters making fun of themselves yeah, in like a subtle way. I like this. Mm-hmm. I'm a and it
0: works really well because it is the idea of this band cutting an album. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole thing, is it's a pretty great one-to-one. So a film crew descends upon their sacred place. JJ is here to help. Now introduces that, oh, <laughs> J.J. is here to help, and he introduces the director of Clerks, Clerks 2, and Clerks 3. Now, after a lifetime of making critically panned R-rated movies, I am finally ready to embrace family-friendly entertainment. I want to make a film about all the joy and the love brought into this world by my favorite band. I loved all of that, too. I love Kevin Smith's, like, self-referential little, like... So good. Dumb they referred like to him that. as
1: Silent Bob later, but he wasn't really playing the Silent Bob character, only sometimes, I feel.
0: I, well, it's because he, like, lays down Silent Bob-style wisdom. Yeah. You know how, oh, like, Bob yeah, yeah, yeah. will take the one moment in, in a movie to speak and mm-hmm. have, like, the most profound shit to say, which is kind of, like, a little self-congratulatory that the character you write for yourself is the one who's going to tie everything together in a neat bow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, but that's you. the whole trope, yeah. I guess.
1: And if you're writing the story, anyway, yeah. You know,
0: I liked um, that they also gave him shit for the movie Yoga Hosers.
1: Oh, yeah. Yo- yeah and whatever Yoga, yoga hosers, hosers was. was yeah. Before you say anything, just know that he's done so much more than just foul-mouth comedies. I mean, he's made action movies, horror, political satire. And
0: whatever Yoga Hosers was.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dr. Teeth, you still got the bite. Man, I have missed all of you so much. See. You've seen that one, right?
1: I tried to... Yeah, that one, it's a horror one, right? With
0: Harley Quinn. Yeah. And Lily Rose. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like little hot dogs. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I I didn't finish it. Gotta be honest. I did start it. (laughs) It's not 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 there. It's okay.
0: So they uh, basically frame this whole episode that they're going to be filming a documentary and they have eight days to film this documentary of their writing their album. Which was an arbitrary deadline that they gave themselves. They even mention. Um, did you notice when the documentary started filming? They show a calendar and they cross oh, off the yeah, first yeah, day. Yeah. It's April 4th, 420. So, like, they keep hinting at this, like, dumb weed humor. No, no,
1: no, April
0: 4th? Yeah. April twentieth. Sorry, oh, I'm like, April is the fourth month. Yeah. so April yeah. uh, four twenty. It was April. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Like, they so, do do that, don't this, like, they? Just like subtle little things.
1: They're like weed.
0: <laughs> One of my favorite bits that runs through this whole episode with Zoot is that Zoot is excited to hear that they're making a movie, and he can't wait to find out who's going to play him.
1: I think this is so funny.
0: So he's like, "Oh wait." Elvis should play me. And then Nora's like, Elvis is dead. And when? he goes, wait, what? Wait, what, when? He's, like, all upset and flustered that Elvis, he's is now f- discovering for the first time that Elvis is dead. What? When? And then later on, he um, he's talking to Hannah, and he says that, what about James Brown? And she's like, uh, I think that guy's dead. What? When? And then later, does the same bit for a third time, because comedy rule of threes. But it suggests that uh, Sinatra play him, yeah to the same surprise what
1: when it's so weird, but it was very funny i th- I just thought the whole idea of him trying to cast somebody as himself was stupid and funny it
0: yes, I love the it idea was goofy. that he yeah I don't know why he was so like hard pressed on that he's in a makeup chair because they're filming a documentary and he's like, I don't know who's gonna play me and they're like you're gonna play you dude, why would someone else play you <laughs> Oh so now God. while Floyd Jam's teeth is getting yokoed hard by Penny in the chair.
1: So good. Oh, uh, don't mind me. I'll just sit here and she's knitting. She's knitting the going, turtle. It's <laughs> <laughs> making fucking noise.
0: I love Penny so goddamn I much. She's it. so great. She's so
1: ridiculous.
0: So JJ basically throughout this whole episode is doing this like nice guy bit. <laughs> Where he's trying to, like, win Nora over by proving that he's, like, a changed man, he's great, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but
1: he wasn't all that bad. He just didn't, like, what, he wasn't as ambitious as her?
0: He's weird because, yeah, he's not a villain, right? He's just got, like, he's got, like, hopes and dreams that maybe on the grand scheme can seem like they could be skeezy, I guess, or something, or ill, whatever.
1: I Oh, and maybe they will end up together. I actually like Moog and Hannah together better than Moog and Nora.
0: Yeah. I think so too.
1: I think they just have better chemistry.
0: JJ so JJ basically is like approaches Moog and he's like, Hey, what can I do? Because Animal like fully hates JJ. Anytime JJ and Animal are in the scene together, Animal's literally saying bad and throwing something at him or trying to get JJ the fuck away from everything going on. Mm-hmm. Animal has just sees nothing but bad vibes coming from JJ, basically. So Moog decides to, like... Not decides, but Moog gets tricked, sort of, at first into helping JJ, like, better his chances with Nora by, mm-hmm. like, calming animal down. He tells uh, the animal loves bunnies. Mm-hmm. So then JJ's bringing animal bunnies, and it's kind of got him turning sides, you know? And then later, Moog is it's pointed out, Hannah pointed out to him, right, that, like, hey... Uh, If you're trying to, like, get with Nora, you should probably stop helping J.J. stand a better chance of getting with Nora. You know? So Moog then starts giving J.J. bad information. And he suggests that um, J.J. ask the Mayhem where they got their name from. And they basically all start to fall apart fighting over who gave them their name, who deserves to have their name in the front and all that.
1: When we started, we called ourselves a Good Times, Happy Trails, Super Smiles, Fun Band. Mm
0: -hmm. T-G-T-H-T-S-S-F-B for short. Mm, Oddly, our short was just as long. (laughs) Mm, Great story, good memories, the end.
1: The end? You didn't even get to the good part. Uh, They met me. It was the first time the band ever played the whiskey a go-go.
0: Oh, yeah, we were, like, opening for the opening act. But get this. That's
1: when I saw my big golden-toothed olive on stage, and I felt a burning deep in my soul and scalp. My hair caught on fire. And our ambitious laser light show shorted
0: out zapping people without prejudice.
1: And when the rubble was cleared and I came to, I gave the band a record deal. And a new and improved name, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. And I gave her my honest feedback, which is Wise Teeth's name in the front. And I gave him my response, because I said so. And the bunnies start to multiply.
0: Oh, my God. The bunnies. The bunnies were so cute. They were so familiar, too. I know. They, they were. Like, they definitely. They were old school
1: Muppety Bunnies. Yes. Yeah, very they're cute. They're old school as
0: hell. They rolled, And I, I don't know. I, I. There's so many bands that have, like, the Jake Isles band. Yeah. You know, like, think of other bands that have just, like, a dude's name. Mm-hmm. Like, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street band. You know? I mean, Dr. Teeth claiming that it's just the name and that there is no front man is a little hard because, like, it seems...
1: It does seem that. But, like, yeah, in the old sc- episodes, remember he disappeared for a while? He did.
0: We it, we got to a point in, was it season four that we just watched, right, where, like... The mayhem was in a lot of episodes but he was nowhere no to be Dr. seen.
1: Yeah. We
0: hadn't seen him for like stretches of time. So I mean, I guess there is a case to be made that they kind of always been the electric mayhem. Yeah. You know. It's interesting though that like in those episodes why wasn't he there? Yeah. You know. I don't know. Was it just that Jim you know didn't feel necessary to play that character in that scene or that you know, he was playing another character, or was Jim just not around for the filming of that sketch? You know?
1: Very possible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh. mm, I'm looking over my notes. Oh, another fun thing through this whole episode is Lips is trying to help, and Nora oh my thinks God. that Lips knows a, bang- a beetle. So she's like, hey, if you know a beetle, you seem to... Lip seems to know everybody. He's got a lot he's like, in his Rolodex. oh,
1: yeah, 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 And he's like, he knows.
0: So he's like, yeah, I'll call a beetle, yeah. And he kind of says something to the effect of, like, I've been wondering when you were going to ask me to do something like this, you know? Then when you were going to ask me to use my connects. So then he goes off and makes a phone call, presumably, and Susanna Hoffs from the <laughs> bangle shows up at their door. And she's like, oh, yeah, Lip said you needed a bangle, And they're like, no, I said beetle.
1: (laughs) I know. And she's like,
0: I would do anything for lips. He taught me to walk like an Egyptian.
1: (laughs) I know. It was really cheese worthy. It was a little corny. But like, Nora was so dismissive.
0: She really was. I was
1: like, okay, bish.
0: That's a bangle.
1: She can help. Why not? Yeah.
0: And then later on, he, um, I think Nora tries to specify a beetle. And he gets Paula Abdul.
1: Yeah, he does get Paula Abdul.
0: And then Paula Abdul and Floyd are, like, dancing and stuff. She, like, teaches him to do some sort of dance. This whole episode starts to, like, crumble in on itself, basically. That the chaos from the fight that the Mayhem just had... There's
1: a lot of guests in this. Yeah. So, yeah, in all of
0: this chaos of the Mayhem fighting, now we have Paula Abdul in the mix, and she's teaching Floyd how to dance. And now all of a sudden, out of the fucking corner... Morgan Freeman walks down the stairs dressed as so Zoot. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Zoot. Whoa! It's like looking into a mirror. Actually, it's me, Morgan Freeman. You got the part, Marvin?
1: <laughs> okay, all of that is wrong. I- I'm so sorry, Mr. Freeman, but there-, there is no part because we already have a Zoot. Huh? Yeah. Where?
0: And he's like oh, uh, yeah, I'm here for the audition to play Zoot in the documentary. And they're like, why would anyone other than Zoot play Zoot, you know? And he goes, he says something to the effect of that he's so excited to play this role. He thinks it's such a tough character to break. He can't wait to walk a mile in his shoes to feel his full experience. And Zoot takes off his shoe, and his shoe talks to Morgan Freeman. I'd like to know what it feels like to walk in your shoes.
1: Here, let's ask Jimmy.
0: Hmm, it's not so big.
1: This may very well be the role of a lifetime.
0: Uh, the weirdnesses that like continue to revolve around Zoot are so I much fun. L-
1: I love it. Like It's so strange. Like His shoe talking was such an odd thing, uh-huh. but delightful.
0: And it's no different than when he floated the coin, mm-hmm. than when he, like all the weirdnesses that he has just surrounding him. So weird, yeah. Uh, we get back to the, what do you call it? Oh, before all that, Floyd, this is another thing that they fight over. Floyd writes a song, Floyd writes a love song about Soup out of Spite.
1: Oh my God, yeah. In an
0: attack over who wrote all of their, who wrote their previous love song. And Janice says that she wrote it about herself. Floyd says he wrote it about this. He wrote it about Janice. Teeth says he wrote it about whoever. Like, they're all fighting over who wrote whatever song they're going to play.
1: Yeah. It's so weird. I'm like, oh, so Floyd and Janice have a little history. But I I'm thought sure we they assumed all... that. Yeah, yeah, we definitely assumed right? we were like, like Fleetwood Mac. Like, they were all sewing oh, together. But yeah. yeah, and
0: Janice is, I don't know. She definitely has, like, sex cult vibes, too. Mm-hmm. But she was, like, the master of yeah. some sort of cult. Like, right? Like, her and a bunch of hippies out in, in Joshua Tree.
1: Like, yeah, join us. <laughs>
0: I uh, love Muppets. So, among, <laughs> amongst all of this chaos, like I've said, like, they're all fighting over this thing, that thing. There's guest stars everywhere. JJ finally steps in to stop the chaos. He takes the blame for everything that's gone wrong, for whatever reason, even though, like, he only really started it because of Moog. He takes all the blame and then talks about how he's been bettering himself for not just Nora? himself, not just for Nora, but for them as a couple. Mm-hmm. That... His, like, becoming more ambitious and stopping being, like, a lazy video game player and all of this other stuff. He gives this, like, weird speech, basically, about how, like, everything that he's done has been for them together. The, like, us of Nora and JJ.
1: Yeah, and if that's the case and they're meant to be, then fine.
0: But it's all still so weird. Like, I don't know. Well, I think,
1: like, she is so far up her own ass. She's so oblivious to everything.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Because she's just, like, focusing on her career. But I also... And letting that be her only, you know? Yeah.
1: But I also feel like the only one she, like, does relax in front of is J.J. a little bit. I like, think so. I don't know what's going on there, but I just want to see Moog and Hannah together. I like those characters better than Nora. Just,
0: like, skip all of this, right? Skip Nora. So, yeah, Kevin Smith... The, uh, Nora tells, basically... Nora tells Kevin Smith to, like, stop, basically. to Stop filming. And he says, no, that this documentary is now basically about Nora and JJ. It's taken a turn. He said he was going to make a documentary about love. And it's about Nora and her Amy.
1: I know. And I can't believe they compared it to, like, chasing Amy. I know. Even though the I do love Joey The dude you broke up Lawrence, with, her yeah. liver,
0: Like, give me a fucking break. She's so
1: cute, but I no. haven't seen
0: that movie in a long time.
1: Ben Affleck, no. The fact that she is, like, a lesbian and then gets with a man, that mm. whole vibe, I'm like, no. I mean, it happens. I don't care, but I don't want to see it, and mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to see it from a man who wrote it. I just don't.
0: Yeah, I totally hear you on that. That absolutely makes sense to me. That like
1: everyone was I, like, "That's the greatest movie," and I'm like, "Okay." I don't remember if Chasing Amy was bad or not, though. I don't think it was too bad. I think it was one of his better. His best movie is Dogma. Period. His best movie
0: is Dogma. Full stop.
1: Full yeah. stop. It is the best movie. They should re release it. It's yeah. so fucking good. I love that movie.
0: I think Dogma is a perfect movie, also. Yeah. Like, it's not. There's nothing wrong with that movie. I love it. Like, there's probably bad. Ma- no, I love Mall Rats, also. I love but Mall I think Rats. There's too. fat in that movie that you could cut. You could. Dogma's perfect.
1: I do have a. I do love fucking. What's her name? Brenda from 90210. Uh-huh. I love her. Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Even though she's like, I hear terrible things. I love her. The f- I love Jason Lee. Right. Mm-hmm. In that movie, too. He's yeah. such like a Jason Lee lives in like, opening a monologue
0: in that movie when he talks about his uncle putting a gerbil up his ass it's or his so cousin putting a gerbil up his terrible. ass, whoever it is, is so funny. The and whole then the guy like,
1: looking at the the remember the magic fine that god. was such a 90s Ethan thing Subley too yeah, with you, the, mag, the,
0: the, the magic the magic it's, it's a sailboat,
1: sailboat. <laughs> oh my god
0: Mallrats is a really good one I but it's love, not as good as I
1: also like the original clerks
0: Clerks 1 is great Clerks 2 is fine Clerks 3 is
1: I can't watch that. Have you watched it? No. But Clerks 2 was funny enough for what it was. It was a reprise. I didn't like Rosario Dawson and Dante together. I didn't think it made sense. It doesn't. (laughs) I I just, I'm sorry. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Uh Uh-huh. I can't, I can't.
0: You can put as many pairs of glasses on Rosario Dawson as you want. I still don't believe it.
1: I don't believe it, and it's not even like King they gave her a really bad like haircut Leah too. Leah Remini with what's his name? Like, yes,
0: it is. It's absolutely sitcom. There is hot wife.
1: No, but there's no, there's no reason. Like I believe Leah Remini grew up in Queens when I watched that show, and you know they whatever, however I'm they met, and she just stays with him. But, <laughs> I don't believe Rosario Dawson is yeah. like paint my nails, da- my toenails, Dante, and we can talk, and we love each other, and we're in a mm-hmm. relationship. I don't fucking buy it. Mm-hmm. I hate. I actually hate that about the movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it sucks for sure. I don't want to spoil the third one, but I think you should maybe give it a shot.
1: Okay. Um, what other movies? Oh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I mean, when I was in the eighth grade, that was my favorite movie ever. Jay and Silent
0: Bob Strike Back has some really funny lines, has some really good jokes. Will Ferrell's character's <laughs> name is Marshall Jeez. Willenholly. Oh, my God. Which is, like, a Land of the Lost reference.
1: They make fun of Charlie's Angels with the girls farting. Yes. And Elijah Dushku and... Allie
0: Larder. Our Allie Larder. The cast of that movie it's is nuts.
1: so good. Yes. It's really Jason funny.
0: Biggs and... Um, James Vanderbeek. Yes. Later on, as Bluntman and Chronic, Mark, Mark Hamill Mark plays Hamill's the bad right? guy.
1: And Mark Hamill's oh, what is, he has a big? What is that
0: called? The cockpuncher. Cock cockknocker. Yeah, cockknocker. <laughs> and um, what's her face? Um, Carrie. Carrie Fisher is in the movie also oh, as yeah, the nun. Oh yeah, Carrie
1: Bush nuns. Yeah. No more Harry Bush nuns. The, what about um? Oh my God. Okay, so who's the girl that he ends up with? That Jay is, like, all about. They free the monkeys together.
0: Oh, my God. What the fuck is her name? She's one of those actors from those movies. Yes. From, like, American Pie. Is she
1: Honey? Or, oh, She's, no. No,
0: Honey is, is Jessica Alba. Alba, yeah. Um, but
1: I love her in this. It's so cute. And me. and actually, you know, what's his name? Jay. Jay Muse. J. Muse, he's good at playing the J character. I mean, yeah. it's him. And he does a good job of, like... He does a really good job of this movie. It's, it's This was his movie, and he... Shannon
0: Elizabeth. Shannon
1: Elizabeth, yes. And then, wait, who's the guy? And he had the braces. Oh, my God. And he used to be in a lot of 90s movies. He had the... Oh, this... Wait, is it this guy? Yeah. Sean Williams. Scott. Sean Williams Scott plays, Brent. like, a dork who's yeah. with them.
0: Yeah. Th- that movie... I, it did prove that like these stupid characters from the backgrounds of these other movies can carry their own film. Yeah, you know, and they did a pretty good job of it.
1: Jane and Bob, I'm just gonna say I still like it. Whatever, I
0: still I like the old ones. Fuck, you know what fuck, I mean,
1: mother mother fuck. fuck
0: I love mother, the the fucking world that they persons. built. Where yeah. Jane and Bob Strike Back is about how one of the characters from. Chasing Amy wrote yeah. a comic that then is being turned into a movie that's being directed by one of the characters from Mallrats. And, you know, like, the interweaving of all of these things is a lot of fun. And Randall, like, yells at them. And again, this is another thing that's incredibly central New Jersey. Yeah. So I, whenever I hear other people around the country that enjoy his things, I'm like, why? Explain <laughs> to me why you like Kevin Smith. Because he's from two towns over, and that's why we all love him, yeah. basically, is because... We know where this thing that he's filming. We know where that thing. We know this joke. We know the t-shirt that they're wearing that says Middletown whatever. You yeah. know like we know all Leonardo. these little dumb bits. Yeah. So it's like why do you why yeah. do you love it? it does, I don't know.
1: I do. I Dogma really just is a masterpiece. Perfect movie. Perfect movie.
0: Oh, where were we here?
1: Kevin Smith. He is filming a love story about
0: Nora. So yeah, after that reveal, then the band kind of, after JJ takes all that blame, they kind of like come out of it, and the band gets back on track. Dr. Teeth comes to the realization and says that they should just change their name and be the Electric Mayhem. Which was like a kind of noble thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right? Then um, (laughs) Dr. Teeth has the line that we were talking about earlier that Silent Bob drops knowledge at the end of the movie.
1: Oh my god.
0: So now we cut to the very end where they're performing on the rooftop just like in Get Back. And they were from All You Need Is Love. JJ and Nora get together. Hannah says she's Team Moog while Moog looks over to the happy couple. He asks, what's my move? And she says, your only move is to let it be. Yeah. Just another one of the many Beatle yeah. puns that is interwoven this whole episode. I think you're right, though. That, like, the compassion and everything. I think Hannah's just the best actress of this whole series. Yeah. And that any kind of acting that she can do on and around the other humans, Helps. it makes everyone seem better. So mm-hmm. I think maybe and this is not to say that your opinions are invalid, me Megan, but I think that you're you're seeing her and Moog maybe as, like, a good, viable pairing because she's, like, just a good actress. Yeah. Like, even before, we've said that, like, the only chemistry on this show is this sister bond between the two of them. So I'm starting to realize now through us talking this out that maybe it's, Hannah is just Hannah. the only good actor on the show yeah. that's a human.
1: that's a human.
0: I will say, I think Kevin Smith was at his Kevin Smithiest. Yes, he was. Especially for a family-friendly show. He was great.
1: Yeah, he was He was just fine.
0: Um. So after the rooftop concert and everything... We cut back to Inside the Shack, where Peter Jackson has shown up to make a trilogy. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, he asks the band, he says he's going to start filming, don't worry about it, just don't look into the camera, just like Kevin had asked them not to do. And, of course, they immediately just stare right into the camera. These two episodes really paired nicely together, the episode we did last week, track six and episode seven. Um I don't know. I think you're right. Like, you were talking about, like, how they kind of flow and they keep a similar theme. How many
1: episodes are there? Are we wrapping up? There's ten total. Okay.
0: So I think we're definitely on our, you know, we're on our way out.
1: Yes. We have eight, nine, ten. We have three more.
0: So let's look at the note. There's a lot of notes listed for this episode. Let's see if we missed anything. So episode title comes from The Beatles song, Eight Days a Week, which I have a fun story if I can tell you about Eight Days a Week. It's quick. Very quick. We had a friend growing up. It's a quick story, it's and, a quick story. <laughs> uh, my friend growing up, his name was Aaron, and um, I recall one time being picked up from roller magic, and this song was playing in the car eight days a week. And he said to his dad, um, <laughs> "This is like such a mean story to tell." He said to his dad, "Dad, there's only seven days in a week. That's really weird. Why are the Beatles singing eight days a week?" And he told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> In a very dismissive, this is the Beatles. How dare you question the Beatles?
1: That's so funny. But Aaron would ask questions (laughs) like that just to be a little jerk.
0: The styling of this episode is based around the documentary The Beatles Get Mm -hmm. Back. Peter Jackson, who directed the documentary, guest stars as himself later in the episode. Penny Waxman functions as a parody of Yoko Ono.
1: Really? I
0: know. (laughs) The full view of the calendar includes a multitude of gags and references. These include a doodle of Kermit the Frog, similar to the one by Jim Henson.
1: Yeah. Text
0: references to the songs Yesterday and Taxman, and a note marked on April 1st stating, Tell Lips He's Adopted.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: The sticker on Floyd's bass says, Mr. Bassman. A reference not only to the sticker on Paul McCartney's bass in the Get Back documentary, but also the song Mr. Bassman, which Floyd sang and Scooter... uh, Sorry. There you go. (laughs) Talking about Scooter. Floyd sang with Scooter on The Muppet Show. Whilst being chased by Animal, JJ yells, Help, I need somebody. The opening lyrics to Help. the song Help by the Beatles. As Lips leaves to call a beetle, he mumbles, love, love me do. The opening to the song Love, love Me Do. love me do. Dr. Teeth mm-hmm. paraphrases Floyd's introduction of the band from the Muppet movie. We am, is, are, and be they who are known as the electric mayhem
1: love that we we didn't mention that at the end um paul mccartney supposedly
0: was yes, calling lips he finally yeah lips finally gets the message basically and yeah. paul mccartney is calling and he got paul he, and he, didn't he get ringo yeah. he fucking he hits the ignore button
1: yeah i think it's so fucking funny
0: series director of photography craig Keefe and key grip Bodie hyman make cameos as part of peter jackson's documentary crew
1: that's so cute all
0: around very very fun cute episode it they makes put a me, lot of
1: effort into this
0: it does make me want to reverse engineer watching um, the Beatles documentary now yeah. though. You, you know
1: you should just skim through it it's good
0: yeah. Find just the hits. Mm-hmm. So All Around, Megan, you think this is a pretty good episode?
1: Rock and roll. I thought it was really good.
0: I'm excited for, we're about to, we're really like descending now. Yeah. 8, nine, ten. we have left. Yeah. So the next episode up is Track 8, Virtual Insanity.
1: Okay, Jamariqua.
0: We'll be watching that episode next week and discussing all about it. Until then, you can message us.
1: Message us.
0: You can write us a nice review to
1: talk about. A nice one.
0: Um, Five stars What else can you do You can follow us online On social media Just keep
1: on listening uh, Thanks Follow us at
0: ITTWTM And um, until next week
1: Thanks for the gumball Hannah